Hey, we have Tracks with Miss Marcy. It's a live podcast show, a uh, grass music show, and it's a traveling one. So we are in King Carden right now at the Sugar Shack Tattoo Parlor, as you can see. And uh, I am interviewing a bunch of, well, three actually, uh, world-renowned DJs. And it's going to be a hopping party. It's going to be a hopping party in a couple hours, eh? Most certainly. Yeah, Most we're going to be dancing. So are going to shake the shack. It's a we, shack shaker. It's a shack party. shaker. That is exactly it. So I have uh, James St. Bass with me here, and he is from Toronto. Correct. Correct, yeah. You know what? I'm going to get right into it. Tell mm -hmm. the, the audience, um, tell us about yourself and how you started DJing. Well, I started DJing uh, in Toronto. I used to work in a neighborhood along with one of our other DJs here uh, tonight called Kensington Market. And in Kensington Market, I worked in a little cafe called Cafe La Gaffe. Every Sunday during Sunday brunches, uh, we'd always listen to the radio in the, in the restaurant, in the cafe. It tuned into community radio. So at that time, it was CKLN 88.1 Ryerson Radio Station. It's a dance music show in the afternoon called Dave's Dance Music. I was very influenced by that show and started to buy a lot of hip hop. And uh, as it was coming into that sound in 87 and 1988, uh, Acid House and just deep, deep house coming out of Chicago and New York. And I got really hooked on the sound and I bought records and I played them at home for myself. And then I ended up with two not professional or not DJ turntables, but then I started to do sort of mixtapes for friends, oh. that kind of stuff. I also worked at the Cameron House, a bar on Queen Street in Toronto. And from there I went to a club called Still Life doing lights and uh, even coat check, whatever I could do to <laughs> piece together a living between restaurants and bars. And that was 87, 88, and from there I just played records mostly. I still did some lighting gigs, other types of things, but I started playing records full-time, uh, left all the other gigs behind about in 1988 at a club called the Boom Boom Room on Queen Street West. And cool. from there I played a whole lot of clubs and a whole lot of raves yeah. and also did a radio show of my own called The Original Hard Drive Show on another community radio station called CIUT 89.5 FM. In Toronto awesome. and I'm still a volunteer there and involved with that station very much. Oh that's cool. So would you say that's your pivotal that'd be the pivotal thing for your for your artistic career? Is that time when you in 88 you said? Like uh, the, which that, that was a starting time for starting sure time? but it was a year or two after that that I got involved with CIUT radio uh, and started my own radio show and that really made a difference in terms of uh, playing a lot of the early rave scene because that was the focus of my radio show was the first sort of Toronto local radio show to focus solely on emerging sounds of rave music, which oh, was that's so, so cool. uh, music from the UK, breakbeat and hardcore, mm -hmm. uh, techno from Detroit, house music from LA and Chicago and New York, anywhere. Just whatever I thought was really good that people needed to hear that uh -huh. I was feeling, and that of course wasn't anywhere near any kind of commercial radio stuff yeah. uh, at all. From uh, little bits, is it is it the whole movement became more popular and the music became more popular and more mainstream, then it started to get on other radio stations too. And other people started shows that are still going to this day, drum and bass themed shows and other types of electronic music shows. But in the early days, well, the two stations really, uh, CKLN and CIUT were very much at the forefront of this. Oh, that's neat. I would suppose the other stations too, York, CHRY, community radio and college radio has always been the yeah. best music for young people. It's I true, think. it's true. Really important right now in these times yeah. of these current governments to support these kind of community and student ventures because they're a voice for uh, the underground uh, and, yeah, for absolutely. and for new things coming up. Absolutely. So who would you say would be uh, your influence then? Like even when you started, was there... 
kind of influence in your in your for DJs or for music? Oh, for your music. You know what? More than anything, I mean, I've heard you know DJs from around the world, world famous names, played with them, got to know them. Uh, Just I don't know anybody that you could name probably from the Chicago and New York guys like Frankie Knuckles and Danny Seneglia and all those wonderful, you know, uh, legends of, of those types of scenes, international scenes, lots of folks from mm-hmm. the UK. I did go over there a couple times in 1990, and, um, you know, check out the origins of, of the scene there and then, of course, get lots of records. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to tell you the truth, my, my heroes, the people I look up to the most are all, uh, all my comrades and the local people in Toronto. Uh, Denise Benson and her early radio show was hugely influential for me. Uh, lots of the other radio DJs, uh, people that I inherited my show from and that kept it going afterwards. Yeah. Uh, Marcus Visionary, uh, Rick Medicine Muffin uh, for drum and bass music. For house music, there's, oh man, too many yeah. to name. <laughs> yeah, but you started uh, off with, with hip-hop, right? Is that kind well, of hip-hop and house like your sound? And, and together, hip-house was the sound. Yeah. Of, the sound of Fast Eddie, the sound of Chicago, that was a sound that I got quickly known for. So I would do house mixes of hip-hop and um, all kinds of mixing it up, mm-hmm. Let's play lots of rock and new wave things too. I mean, at that time, uh, prior to 1990, club music was pretty much club music, you yeah. know, but yeah, it yeah. kept getting more and more interesting and, and more and more different genres. And so that's when people, if they, I don't want to call it a specialization, but people found different types of grooves that they really liked to play and mm-hmm. they got known for. And I suppose for me, I got known for playing what's called sexy house music. Um, but I, every style is stuff that I've played and I've played every possible theme party that you could imagine. Other than playing live in a tattoo shop and I'm oh. very much into tattooing. I have uh-huh. tattooing work from Scott and Yarko here at uh, Sugar Shack from about 1990. And you've never played here yet? I've never played oh, here. This, this is, is a debut that's tonight. That's awesome, uh, debut, awesome. Worldwide first. So very are we exciting. gonna hear the, uh, the special the end, um, you know, you told me earlier there was a thing that you put at the end of all your shows. Oh, and then well, we'll, see, we'll see how that goes. I mean, my <laughs> whole kind of St. Base handle is a long story that we're just not going to get into, okay, really. Okay, we won't. <laughs> but let's just call it like a, a very spiritual vibe towards especially the big bass sound systems, uh-huh. which I had at the Boomer Room. I had at my next big residency, GoGo, and I very, very much like big sound systems uh, or just very, very well-tuned sound systems, so that's part of it, but another part of it is just spirituality and uh-huh. that I very much like uh, gospel music. Yeah. So uh, whether or not we'll just to throw that it? in okay. the mix tonight, there All might right. be a little bit of acapella, we'll see. Cool, yeah. very cool. So one, one question, one more question actually I have sure. for you. So when you come to a set like this or any type of set, other like any set, mm-hmm. what is your approach to it? Like, you know, bringing in the music, how do you decide? Like, Well, what? I had to do that last night, as a matter right. of fact, after, you know, in a few hours, I, and I have a whole lot of crates to choose from, <laughs> of vinyl records. I still play vinyl Old records. School. I'll always play yeah, vinyl records. That's, that's so my cool. thing. Mm-hmm. I like to get my hands in it. Yeah. Um, so I thought about the era, the sort of that early 90s era, uh-huh. early to mid 90s, where I really knew Scott and Yarko very, very well, and we were all part of the same scene in Toronto, really. Um, and the, but then I also thought of this room. So I'm not, I didn't bring like massive, right. what people call big room house, uh-huh. or you know, massive rave tracks or anything like that. It's stuff to make a, a, a room groove like this. I've also DJed a lot of restaurant lounges, mm-hmm. smaller parties, are really kind of my favorites actually. Yeah. A little, you know, low, low light parties mm-hmm. with, uh, you know, about the size of a room or not much bigger. 
and sometimes those are, can be the best DJing experiences ever. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to the, a little bit of that vibe tonight. Cool. And originals over over remixes, would you say? Oh are no, you no. Actually, I love I love a good remix. Probably if, well, if it's not a. Uh, it may be an original record, but by the time I'm done with it, it's getting remixed yeah. because I'm putting other stuff over top of it constantly uh -huh. and, and into it. But it's definitely a lot of classic flavor. So people who were out in clubs heavily in their 20s or even early 30s, mm -hmm. I suppose, any period of 1990 to 99, and actually mm -hmm. probably more of my music is focused on 1988, 89 right. to 95, 96. But I also have, as you heard earlier when we were checking a bit, all kinds of different genres. So yeah. we'll be doing... You know, if we feel like doing hip hop, there's definitely going to be some reggae influence, maybe some drum and bass. Awesome. Um, I'm kind of up here to do uh, a house thing, but if I go in another flavor and everybody goes for it, then we'll go in that direction yeah. for a while. I don't plan sets. I don't pre-record sets. Mm -hmm. I look at the room and I look at cool. how many butts are shaking, and if they're not shaking, then I play <laughs> accordingly. Yeah. And that's Excellent. the only approach I know. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Very, very cool. And any challenges? What would be your main challenges in regards to your career? At this time in my life, uh, standing up for an hour or two <laughs> on this very bad knee I'm experiencing I right now. <laughs> um, During your career, I guess, yeah. Well, the challenge is, my gosh, uh, there's no challenge to a party like this. This, this no. is dessert. This is gravy. This is a candy-coated Easter but egg. But as an artist, so, like, you know... Oh, well, I suppose overall, mm -hmm. something we had talked about, you know, before was... Uh, you know, having a, this is a hobby or making a living. Yeah. And I did try to make a living at it for a while. And that was a little more trouble than it was worth. So now doing it, returning to how I started, which is doing uh -huh. it as a hobby and doing little parties for friends in shops or a cafe or uh -huh. a, a loungy room. That's exactly coming back to my roots. And it's the most fun. That's, and that's the best thing, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Going back to your roots. Yeah, that's sure. great. Well, thank you so much, uh, James St. Bass, for hanging out and yeah. coming on uh, the show for me. And I cannot wait to listen to your stuff. Okay. And I'm actually really, really excited to see like vinyl, like the vinyl, you know, moving it back and forth. Yeah, and it's going to move. It's going to be really cool. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, thanks guys for joining us and okay. stay tuned for the next one. We'll see you soon. Bye. Cheers. All right. Awesome. Let's listen to James St. Bass's tracks. In the streets is going rock right. 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 Here we go with the butters, boo. You know how we do. In the streets is going rock right. In the streets is going rock right. Now the show is going rock right. Here we go with the butters, boo. You know how we do. When they bump it in the streets is going rock right. In the streets is going rock right. Now the show is going rock right. Here we go with the butters, boo. You know how we do. In the streets is going rock right. In the streets is going rock right. Now the show is going rock right. Here we go with the butters, boo. You know how we do. When they bump it in the streets is going rock right. In the streets is going rock right. Now the show is going rock right. Here we go with the butters, boo. You know how we do.